Hi, and welcome to episode 10, season one of Elevated Office. My name is Eric McGrew, and today I'm going to be your host, and we are going to talk about the Tufelberger Tree Motion Evo Saddle, and I am going to give you the review of this tree climbing saddle, why I like it, what you need to know about it if you're going to consider buying or using this saddle, and how you can make it even more comfortable during use. You guys may not know this, but I had a podcast in the past, and it was a fun thing to do, but it was a challenge to get my podcast to all the locations where everybody listened to podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the such were just a lot of work to manage to get everything where it needed to be. Now, though, I found Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors too so that you can get paid to podcast. How awesome is that? Honestly, I'm really happy to find Anchor again because I love podcasting. I love talking about what I do and sharing with you all the things that I like to do as well. So if you're interested in starting a podcast like I am, go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start and join today for your free podcast and become part of the community. I can't wait to hear what you put out on anchor.fm slash start. Hey folks, welcome back. My name is Eric McGrew with Eric's Tree Service in Montrose, Colorado, and today we're going over my equipment as I'm doing checks on it, and I'm going to talk to you now about my newest saddle, my Tufelberg um, Tree Motion Evo. Uh, I have to say I was a bit skeptical about this saddle to begin with. You hear a lot of very varied opinions on it. Um, some people say a tree guy didn't make it, a competition climber did, even though he actually was a production guy as well. Um, you hear guys say that it, it falls off of them all the time and that it doesn't hang big saws well and that it um, isn't comfortable and you hear a lot of stuff, but here's the thing. I would agree with all of that to a limit and that is because I mean, not the whole he being a production, uh, a competition climber only, whatever. I, for what I understand, the guy who developed this saddle definitely was a production tree worker and knew his stuff and he, produced, he helped develop this saddle because of his competition experience. And I do understand that it's way outside the normal scope of how a saddle rides as a general rule. So keep that in mind. Um, but I gotta say, after using it a few times, I really like this saddle so far. It is my favorite saddle. Um, one thing I do know is that wearing a belt with your pants and then wearing the saddle is not as comfortable, so don't do that. I always take my belt off before I put my saddle on. The um, clip on the front, the buckle, can be a bit of a challenge and a pain to get unclipped until you get used to it. Um, what's interesting though is that I find to a relative degree, the looser I wear the belt, not I mean you don't want it way loose, but you, I don't tighten my 
waist strap like I do on other saddles and it rides a lot better because it naturally sits down at my hip bones, which this saddle is designed to do. That's why it's cut out here in the front. If you have it up at your waist, it's too high. And a lot of people say, oh, it's falling off me. The reality of it is though, it feels like that at first because that's not how the majority of saddles sit, but it's not falling off of you. In fact, I hung my 462 from it and I was jumping around just to see if it would fall off and it doesn't fall off. It's designed to rest on the top of your butt and on your hip bones and thighs or just under your hip bones at your pelvis area and your thighs create beautiful opportunities for dynamic moves and flexing without being crowded in your waist. Um, and it becomes comfortable once you give it a few days of wearing or maybe a week if you're depending on who you are and you're not used to it, eventually you will get used to it. Padding is super thin, so it seems like you'd be uncomfortable, but when it's worn the right way, super comfortable. Um, really do like this saddle. I love the D-rings on the leg straps. They, it makes it sit just so well. There, it's such a saddle that you can just fine tune. Um, totally worth the money. All the opportunities to put strapping on there for gear storage and holding. Um, I have my you know, emergency kit and I have a, tour a tourniquet strapped on. Um, it holds all of the different kinds of tool hooks like the shim beaner and the Petzl um, large tool hook. I will say that some of the other saddles I've tried on and my um, Ergolite by Buckingham, this shim beaner did not sit well in it. It constantly twisted and it was hard to wrap my saw with one hand in a tree. Not this one, it's stable. I mean, stable. And so is the Petzl. You know, it's just really stable. Um, so I really, really like that. These can, in my opinion, be a little bit difficult to find in the tree sometimes. To, to hook stuff to them. They don't always sit out. Sometimes they sit flat like that and that becomes a challenge. I never do use this um, at all. Not that you can't. I just always hook my lanyard to the bottom of my shim beaner and then rack my saw on it. Um, but I'm also using a recoil lanyard, a big boss for everything right now. I'm gonna get a regular full reach recoil lanyard for my smaller saws. I'm told they're just a little bit smaller in diameter and lighter weight, so it'll just reduce a little bit of weight there um, and make it a little bit more convenient. Now, one thing that is a bit less ideal, in my opinion, are the elastic leg straps on the sides and back. Um, as you can see, I've already lost one in the back over here, and I've been climbing without it, which I really shouldn't be doing because they say you should have them all on there for making sure it holds you right. I'm putting it back on today, um, but it's torn twice on me. This is my right leg, this is my leading leg, the leg that I use the most to throw over crotches first or to um, kind of stabilize myself in dense brush areas and it tends to get caught and it does tend to tear. Um, the, the elastic is not life support. It's just for flexibility and to hold your, your leg loops more or less where they should go. And as you can see, 
Without it, it makes it very hard to step into the leg loop and step through it like you should, whereas this one, of course, on this side hangs better. You can see it past all my gear there. Um, and it makes it better. So just know that. Um, once again, not super, super stoked on the elastic aspect of these, but I do like the, uh, not elastic, but um, bungee. But I do like the saddle overall, totally worth the money, in my opinion. I, I, I gotta say, I talked to like Dustin with um, Poplar Mechanic and um, ZigZagMan.ZR, and honestly, it took me a little bit of getting used to this saddle before I was content with the $600 I spent on it. But when, now I've been climbing it for about two months, really, really like it. Um, the leg loops, even though they have a very similar buckle to them, not very difficult to get in and out of because they hang loose if you have it set right. And the waist is the more complicated one. But never forget, worst case scenario, if you like get trapped in it and you just can't get it unbuckled, which can happen sometimes, especially when you're fatigued, you're tired, you're stressed, you're in a rush. If that happens, all you gotta do is let the slack out of the band and just slip it off like you were wearing the, um, the light version of the tree motion um, because that one doesn't have a waist buckle at all. So, you know, you can do the same thing, loosen the waist belt and then just slip it down and then unbuckle it once you've gotten it off. It's a little bit less convenient because then you have to go back and reset the, the waist belt length, but overall, Great saddle, I don't care what anybody says, in my opinion, I love the saddle. Um, I would still like to try the Monkey Beaver because honestly, this and the Monkey Beaver are the two that are the most talked about and compared together. I love the tool storage on this, but the Monkey Beaver does look very, very comfortable. It just looks thinner in the material. I've heard a couple of people say they thought that the quality was a little less, I don't know that the quality's less. It is thinner in make though, the monkey beaver is. Like the leg loops are a thinner material and things. So um, this is definitely stiffer and got this like leather stuff or whatever on the back of it and it's durable in that sense. So I don't know, I'd really like to test both of them. Maybe one day I'll get a monkey beaver to try it out too, but we'll see. Until then, this is my favorite saddle that I've worn and I put on a bunch of them and I've climbed in three of them so far so out of the three i find it this is my favorite just so you guys know one real thing one real quick thing another thing i love about this saddle are the dual bridges so um what you might notice about this saddle is that the bridges are attached to the leg straps instead of a little higher like a lot of them are this makes it very comfortable to hang in. Once you get it adjusted, you don't fall back too much. You've got to do that adjustment though. Makes it really nice. Um, and I love the fact that it comes with two bridges. Now, a lot of people run two bridges at the same time with um, one device, like the, the swivel would be over both bridges as extra security. I don't do that. Clearly, I have two swivels, DMM swivels, large, and I run them separate on the bridges. The short one is for my SRT climbing, ascent and descent and work positioning to a degree. And the longer, darker green one 
for me is for my V-Rigs and I run two medium to long lanyards. So one of my lanyards is like 35, 40 foot long. And then one of my lanyards is 15 foot long. And a lot of people don't understand why. It's because it gives me huge amounts of flexibility as a solo climber, as a guy who doesn't have a groundsman all the time and I'm climbing. It allows me to swing from tree to tree very easily, set up V-rigs very easily, uh, stabilize myself easily, not only for the cut, but also for doing self-lowering and self-rigging, um, where I'm not working anybody on the ground. I'm just doing the um, porter wrap in the tree or the uh, um, notch uh, safe lock, like this one. I do all that in the tree myself with medium to smaller stuff or even larger stuff. I use the safe lock with the porter wrap both in the tree and get it down to the ground. Then I go down and undo it and I come back up, which is a pain, but it works when you're by yourself. And having those long lanyards allows escape route and all that stuff as well. So I run mine with separate bridges and you want to make sure that you definitely run your hands over your bridge. Make sure there's no elongation of it that's odd or flat spots in it that would be odd or nicks, of course. Make sure it doesn't feel different from one area to another. Like if the center's really squishy and the outsides are more firm, you need to replace your bridges. They're not that expensive. Don't put your life at risk because of laziness and a few bucks. Um, also make sure you check your ropes, your knots. Make sure that the knots where they're tied aren't overly worn. This one has a little bit of wear on it, but the rope is in good shape. Um, there's plenty of distance on the ropes for the bridge. It shouldn't definitely, according to Tufelberg, you shouldn't have the knot showing less than all of the red stitching. Just know that. So um, check those, make sure they're not gonna come apart on you or drop you when you're hanging. And make sure that all of your bolts and hardware are in place for the, the um, bridge uh, hardware. Make sure nothing is loose. You know, make sure you have tools in your kit to adjust this and tighten it as needed, if needed, Allen wrenches and stuff like that. And check all your webbing, of course. Um, I mean, you guys probably know this, but check all the webbing around your bridge and your buckles. Make sure that nothing is worn or whatever. So um, yeah, super great saddle, easy to inspect easy to adjust i'm not saying it's the best saddle i'm just saying it's a really good option that's all i can say about it i haven't tried them all and i definitely haven't tried the monkey beaver so i can't say for sure i do like however the tool storage capacity and modifications you can make on this one so hope that helps you guys out please don't forget to check out my podcast elevated office uh, my name is Eric McGrew with Eric's Tree Service in Montrose, Colorado. Once again, also, please don't forget to check out the affiliate links. And I'll, since I referenced Zigzag Man and Dustin with Poplar Mechanic, I will put their um, Instagram feeds and Dustin Poplar Mechanic's uh, YouTube feed 
or link in the description. So check those out. And if this saddle is available on Amazon, it will be available through my site, through an affiliate link. If you buy through that link, I get a very small portion of what you buy. And that will help me continue to make this channel feasible. And I hope that you guys enjoyed it. And I hope to see you in the next one. Talk to you later. So of course, I want to thank you all for stopping by and checking out my episode of Elevated Office once again. I appreciate you stopping by for this episode as well as hoping that you'll check out other episodes. And also, please don't forget to check out the description of this podcast as well as the links in it so that you can find my YouTube videos and see the companies that I support and that I recommend so that you can have a better uh, experience in tree service purchasing or tree service equipment purchasing and be able to be better equipped for your tree climbing experiences. Mm -hmm.